What's going on? How y'all doing tonight? Welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, tonight I'm going to talk about an act that pioneered a new sound at the time in the late 80s. A producer that was associated with this group who changed the landscape of popular music, blending R&B, hip-hop, and pop as one. And depending on where you live, because I lived, I was at the time I was living in Hampton, Virginia back in the day. And they happened to be from Virginia Beach, you know, and that's where they were. And the sound was definitely, this was the, this was the album on the streets at the time. The act was. I'm talking about the group known as Guy. With the super producer known as Teddy Riley. Pioneer New Jack Swing Sound. Aaron Hall and Damon Hall. The brothers. And if you had the first guy. I mean Timothy Gatlin on there. That's a whole nother story. Whole lot of stories going on with that. But anyway. Starting off with Guy. They had some real catchy songs back in the day. They um, came out like gangbusters. Remember the first time you heard Groove Me. And that had a real slinky groove to it. It was real catchy. Um, you know. And it was, you know, it was a bopper hit along kind of song. It was cool, you know. Next cut was Round and Round, Merry Go Round of Love, which was very New Jack Swing. Sounded very much in line with, because um, Teddy Riley and Hall, they were involved with My Prerogative for Bobby Brown. So you can definitely hear the groove of that. But it was definitely a bumping cut, though. It was definitely um, a catchy groove. You know, one of those songs that you could definitely bump to. It was definitely one of those songs that, uh, you know, definitely had a, a jam about it. It was on point. It was definitely on point. It was definitely one of those songs that the synthesizer and the groove and, you know, it just was a banger. It was banging. Next cut, Teddy's Jam. Now, you know you bad when you got a song named after your name in the song. And that becomes like a way of life. Jam, oh, jam, Teddy jam for me. And you be, and it just took a life of its own. But that's how smoking that cut was at that time, Teddy's jam. And he definitely had a groove that I know that was real catchy at the time like I said before they came out like gangbusters that record was huge I was that was one of those records that was definitely one of those cuts and that to have a cut with your name and then it takes a life of its own like that that was something the next cut I like and this is a real smooth slinky cut and it's like one of those cuts that if you had an old keyboard, if you had an old Yamaha, you couldn't wait to get on there and play the parts because it was a pretty simple song, but it was so catchy. Light and airy. The harmony was really cool, you know. And um, you could definitely, you know, like I said before, they had a nice flair and a groove with what they were doing. And, you know, like I said, they came out... They came out strong with this cut. I mean, this, like I said, this this def debut album, that's considered like a classic for that time. I mean, that was, you know, back then you made statements and they definitely made statements with that one. 
So that was definitely a tight cut. Another cut on there was Peace of My Love, which was, that was a tight, slow cut. Aaron Hall was definitely bringing the vocals on that one. And it was one of those cuts that, one of the best slow cuts in the New Jack Swing era, you know. One of those songs that definitely had a lot of feeling, a lot of flavor. It was definitely tight. Definitely tight. One of them songs that you could just definitely bop to. So that one was a tight cut. That was definitely a tight cut. Spend the Night was cool. Funny, lyrical. But it was a cool, catchy little ditty that they did. You know, again, from that first one, that one was cool. And it worked. It was definitely cool. Um, My Fantasy which was mainly was from the Do The Right Thing soundtrack. So back then, think about it. That's how big Guy had gotten. The album was so big and everything, and Guy was happening that they jumped on board to Do The Right Thing soundtrack. My Fantasy was a big cut. And it was like a real basic New Jack step-type cut. But it definitely, um, it grew, you know. And that was the name of the game with Teddy Riley and with what Guy was putting out it was all about them grooves it was all about you know having cuts that you could just definitely bump to so that was a tight cut that was definitely on point the next album came out in 1990 and it was still good it was good but it had a little bit more of a street edge obviously hip hop had taken over more from the first album and it's like in a little as two and a half years styles and change, things had changed drastically and the leadoff cut was I Want to Get With You. And that one was um, a real catchy cut. Teddy was taking more of the vocals on that one. It was more of a rap, sing-along kind of cut. But it was a catchy cut. It was definitely one of those songs that you could definitely bop to. And you could definitely get with it. Do Me Right. They did a lot of collabs between Teddy Riley and the late Heavy D. And this one was real cool. It was a nice sing-along. It's like Heavy D is one of the most underrated hook with rap, with assists. Because obviously, by know he did with Janet Jackson, all right, and Michael Jackson Jam, but the stuff he did with Guy. But he definitely, you know, had some cold ones. He definitely had some cold ones. And, you know, Heavy D is definitely missed there. Heavy D definitely had some cuts. And that one was, that was cool. That one was definitely, um, Do Me Right was on point. The um, highlight cut, though, was Let's Chill. That was real smooth. Um, like the way that groove was. And it definitely complemented them. Um, maturation. And it became a standard smooth, slow jam. As a matter of fact, when Charlie Wilson did his First name Charlie, last name Wilson album. They did a remake of that album, a remake of that song. And um, it's just one of them songs that just definitely holds up real nicely and it still sounds really good. It's one of those songs that you, uh, you know, you can still bop to it. So, you know, it's really tight. Um, next one is Dog Me Out. Very much in tune with Atomic Dog. Very much Parliament George Clinton influence inspired. And um, it was a, it was it, it like I said hit him with a punchy attitude. This was kind of like a shot at their former mentor manager Gene Griffin, and they, you know, this is something they was doing, and you could definitely tell the shots were coming. They were coming trying to come hard with the sound and the groove, and it was some interesting results. This cut was interesting. This cut 
had some spark to it. You get Teddy's Jam Part 2. And um, it's a bump and cut. It still sounds good. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Teddy's Jams. They, you know, they, they definitely have a life of their own. And this one was definitely, uh, it was cool. But it sounded more what I want to call modernized. So even in the tough years times, the technology and what Teddy Riley was bamming on was definitely on another level. So it was cool. The last song featured on this hit thing that I'm going to talk about is Dancing. And um, I really like this groove. I mean, I thought it was really, a, 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 like I said, an updated, like a Matrix type of thing for a guy in them. And I thought that uh, it complimented him really nicely. Um, it was a nice groove. It was a feel-good cut. And it was definitely like one of those after-hours type of cuts that you could bop to, you know. And it took them about um, nine years before they came back, which is like a lifetime in popular music. And you're considering guys' impact, you know, because they're very successful. And you could spend hours talking about the New Jack Swing influence and Teddy Riley's changing the guard, changing of the game and the style and the sound and what you hear because... What you hear today is from Pharrell, who was a um, protege of Teddy Riley and Timberland, them, a lot of, all that, you know, Teddy Riley's impact and influence and a lot of artists that came after Guy and so on and so forth as writers and producers and blending R&B, hip hop and pop blueprint was set in stone. So anyway, but this is Guy's greatest hits and they definitely left an impact. Anyway, give me your thoughts and takes about Guy. What's your favorite songs, album, videos, concerts? Feel free to share and chime in. I welcome all thoughts and takes. Um, wash your hands. Keep your mind clear. Watch out for another. And just because a song is old or new doesn't old doesn't mean that you can't hear something new in it. And if you listen to what Guy did, now before Teddy Riley went on to Black Street, which became pretty big, you know, they had their own. That's... Again, Teddy Riley took his sound, been very successful, worked with a lot of artists. Aaron Hall had a little bit of a run of a solo career. So, you know, but anyway, give me your thoughts and your tastes. Keep it funky. Stay on the one until next time we talk. Peace and the best and be careful and safe out there. I'll see you soon. Peace.